0: You can't guarantee who's going to win the championship in 2024, but Georgia should be the favorites. You are Locked On College Football, your daily podcast on all things college football. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome everybody to another episode of Locked On College Football. I'm your host, Spencer McLaughlin. Thank you so much for making this your first listen or your first view every day. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is your top source to stay up to date with all the transfer portal craziness and realignment and coaching carousel. It is the best place to stay up to date with the biggest stories in the greatest sport on planet Earth. today's episode is brought to you by game time download the game time app create an account use code locked on for $20 off your first purchase so Georgia goes into 2024 with a lot of things working in their favor they just had a 13 win season that was a quote unquote disappointment depending on who you ask I don't know that they can be expected to win a third straight national championship but I'm certainly counting them as my personal favorite as in, I think they are the favorites and should be the favorites to win the national championship in 2024. This is a team who's bringing back their quarterback that I'm very high on in Carson Beck as a head coach in Kirby smart, who we know has got a championship pedigree and knows what it means to compete and win at the highest level in the sport. He's also got a roster coming back that despite a bevy of departures is reloading in a big, big way. So Georgia not only brings in the number one high school recruiting class for the 2024 cycle, we'll see how many true freshmen make an impact, but their transfer portal additions, they don't have the highest rated transfer portal class, but they are certainly bringing in guys that are going to make an impact. They've added Trevor ETN, the running back from Florida. I'm really high on that guy. He'll be an impact player in that offense for the Bulldogs to complement what Carson Beck does. Who's he gonna be throwing the ball to with Brock Bowers and company off to the NFL? <clears throat> Oh, you know Colby Young, a guy who had uh, a vastly improved 2023 season compared to 2022 at Miami. Grades as a four-star transfer in 24/7. Yeah, he's going into that room. Then uh, you've you've also got London Humphreys coming over from from Vanderbilt. Oh yeah, that was another four-star guy they grabbed out of the portal. Oh, and then they went and got this is an under the radar move: Michael Jackson the third from USC. That's a big play waiting to happen right there. So you give me that tandem of wide receivers, you give me that quarterback, you give me that head coach and that running back with Trevor Etienne and you know that Kirby's going to be bringing it on the defensive side of the ball. They've recruited that side of the ball very well and they've got a bunch of talented players over there. Everyone knows that. Here's the other thing to think about and and perhaps the number one reason why they should be the favorites depending on which vantage point you're standing at. The only thing that got in the way of Kirby Smart potentially winning the national championship this year, not a guarantee, but I think he would have played in the game at the very least. The only thing that stood in his way was, oh yeah, Nick Saban. Now, I don't know if you've been living under a rock in college football for the last two weeks, allow me to bring you up to speed. Kalen DeBoerge, the head coach at Alabama, Nick Saban is an advisor and Kalen DeBoer is going to win at Alabama. The guys win everywhere he has been. I don't know why that changes with Alabama's resources. I can't think of a reason as to why, but for 2024 specifically, I think we can say that Kalen DeBoer will have his biggest challenge yet because of the amount of roster turnover he is having to undergo. They're undergoing the same thing up at Washington. Jed Fish did a great job at arizona i think he can do a great job at washington but year one might be his toughest year it was at arizona took him a while to get some players took him a while to get things rolling but eventually it happened i think that's going to happen at both of those places but for alabama specifically which was the only obstacle in georgia's way this past season that obstacle is removed to the level with which we are accustomed to Alabama being a block in the road towards Georgia's path to a national championship. So you compile all of those factors, and I cannot shake the idea that Georgia is the national championship favorite in 2024. Odds makers tend to agree with me here. more like I tend to agree with the odds makers because I don't always see it eye to eye with those people down in the Las Vegas and greater surrounding area and such but in this matter I most definitely do because I think that Georgia has got a great team I really like their quarterback love their head coach and I like their path going forward they certainly had a more manageable schedule this season but I just look at Georgia and think man That is just a team that feels like they are hungry for a bounce back. Like if they had the 12 team playoff, which I'm not a fan of, but that's a different conversation. If they'd had that in 2023, that is a team. That is perhaps the only team outside of the top four from this past year that I felt could have influenced the national championship picture in a big way. One team that does that on an annual basis is Ohio State. Did you see the move that Ohio State made recently? So Bill O'Brien has been brought in as Ohio State's offensive coordinator to join the coaching staff with ryan day up there in columbus and i'm sure there are some fans who might look at that and say (laughs) the guy who couldn't work as the patriots offensive coordinator but what why do you want that guy huh why do you want gee whiz i don't know let's go back to the last time he was an offensive coordinator in college because when i am assessing someone's ability to succeed in college football in any capacity I do not care what your resume or track record is in the NFL. Pete Carroll, the first go-round as a head coach in the NFL, didn't work. How did he work at USC? How would it go? Nick Saban went to the Dolphins. It didn't go very well. Did he do anything successful? Was was he any good? I think the answer there is yes. The last time Bill O'Brien was an offensive coordinator in college football was at Alabama for the 2021 and 2022 seasons. In those two years, Bill O'Brien was the offensive coordinator for Bryce Young as he won the Heisman Trophy and Alabama went to the National Championship game. And then the following year, Alabama averaged over 41 points per game and won the Sugar Bowl against Kansas State. That's the last time Bill O'Brien was an OC. But here's why I don't think this move even is as impactful as some could make it out to be. Bill O'Brien is going to be the offensive coordinator He's not going to be the play caller he's gonna have an influence he's gonna have a say but ryan day is the guy at the top he's the play caller that's an offensive guy that's always been his baby in college football every coach has their specialty lincoln riley and ryan day and chip kelly are similar in this regard they're the head coaches they're the offensive coordinators play callers and so bill o'brien is going to be there but bringing in a veteran quarterback or veteran Coordinator, rather, when you have a bunch of young, talented quarterbacks like Air Noland coming in in 2024, or you have Devin Brown on the roster, or Lincoln Keenholes is there. In what world is that a bad thing? The last time this guy, as we recall, mentored a quarterback in college, it went pretty well. It was okay. They did all right. They won this big award that you might have heard of. So I think that Bill O'Brien hire is one where Ryan Day wants a veteran presence for a guy who's had success as an offensive coordinator. And like Bill O'Brien is there for the long haul. I think he's someone who very clearly wants to be a head coach again. But if you look at his track record with the Patriots and say, oh my gosh, why would you want this guy? Their offense was terrible. Well, if you ask Bobby Flay, for instance, to prepare you a gourmet five course meal and you give him a bunch of frozen products and not a single fresh item on the menu what is he going to be able to do he can only do so much with that the Patriots have got no feel for offense they have since moved on from Bill Belichick for a reason because he wasn't able to figure out how to draft and develop offensive players they haven't drafted a Pro Bowl player offensively in New England since Rob Gronkowski That guy came out in the early 2010s, just so we're all on the same page. They don't know receivers. They don't know offense in the modern day. Belichick had too much of a stranglehold. I'm not worried at all about Bill O'Brien going to Ohio State. It doesn't lessen my opinion of them whatsoever. Because Ryan Day, like Andy Reid with the Chiefs, is the guy at the top calling the plays that has the most influence over what they do. And Bill O'Brien's going to a place where he's got a lot more offensive talent than what he just had in New England. He's also going to a place in which his team has got better players than the teams they go up against in almost every single game. The only exceptions being maybe, and I'm not guaranteeing, I'm just saying maybe there's a debate, Michigan, Oregon, that's just about it. So I think Ohio State's going to be fine. I still think very highly of the Buckeyes for 2024, as do many people with good reason. This is a very good team. Feels like a team that's got some unfinished business. That's why so many guys have come back. I like the Will Howard edition, and I'm not worried whatsoever about Bill O'Brien. The transfer portal is still open. Transfer portal is still well open, you know, to some and there are rules and coaches leaves and everything like that. There's some really good players available. We're going to talk about the best ones that your team could be looking to pick up. First, you should be taking a look over at FanDuel. Of course, because the NFL regular season, well, that's wrapped up. That's come and gone. That's yesterday's news. The playoffs are here, but you can still get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. One, two, three, four, five $5. That's this many, this many dollars. You know what happens when you do that? Whether you win or lose, you get 150 bucks in bonus bets. That's pretty good that's pretty pretty good right there the app is super easy to use there are so many different ways to bet you can do live same game parlays you can find bets in the new explore tab you can make a parlay in the parlay hub the best place to find popular parlays all that and even more visit fanduel.com slash locked on make your first bet a layup fanduel.com slash locked on fanduel official partner of the nfl so the transfer portal just keeps on going just keeps on going and going and going and players go in and players come out and when your coach leaves you get a new window you get a new opportunity to go into the transfer portal which i I think actually makes a good deal of sense And so there is some, you know, congressional people or legislative moves going around the country about can players move an unlimited number of times? Let's cross that bridge when we come to it. You don't need to worry about milk that hasn't been spilled just yet, though it feels like eventually that milk is going to be all over the countertop here. But there is this notion that I've pushed back on before about, well, the transfer portal window has to be in December. It's got to align with the academic calendar. Really, guys are moving all around right now. College football just needs the right structure and power players to have the will and ability and foresight to act on making the transfer portal align better with the college football season to make everyone's lives better. But I digress. There are a lot of great players available in the transfer portal. The most notable player is considering a team I talked about earlier in the show. The Georgia Bulldogs hired the defensive backs coach from Alabama kind of struck while the iron was hot and said, Ooh, changing of the guard that, that creates a power vacuum with coaches and whatnot. We like that guy there. They're currently crystal ball to land Caleb downs. That is the most highly rated player in the transfer portal. Is he necessarily the most impactful that's up for debate because he plays a position that can certainly make an impact. But you have other players at positions that are more regularly involved with a football play. I can argue a center or an offensive tackle does more for your team than does a safety. That said, Caleb Downs is as impactful of a safety as you're going to find. He was a freshman All-American this year. He was a five-star recruit coming out of high school. If he goes to Georgia, that's just going to make me... Not necessarily double down, but if I, if there were an option to like 20% down, make it 120% of the bet that I've already placed there, then yeah, that's how I'd be feeling with the addition to the Georgia defense for a guy who is just as talented as we've seen at the safety position in the last few years. It's really hard to make an impact at that spot. Caleb Downs did. It's really hard to make an impact as a true freshman. Caleb Downs did. That's the sort of talented player that he is. And if Georgia ends up landing him, everyone's going to look at look at Kirby and just go back to my take at the beginning of the show and say, "Yeah, I don't know how you don't put them as the favorite." And and, and I don't know how you don't do that already. And if you add Caleb Downs into the mix, yeah, that's only going to bolster what Kirby is doing in Athens, which is building the favorite in in college football to win the national championship. So, I think Caleb Downs is the most well-known perhaps or most highly coveted transfer portal piece but not the only one that is out there that can make a legitimate impact come 2024. so caden proctor is in the transfer portal now this is a tremendously talented kid he was the top offensive tackle in his class he chooses alabama he starts as a true freshman he is crystal balled currently to go to the university of iowa now that is where he's from originally that would be you know going home so to speak if he's not playing for nick saban wants to be close to home there's a comfort and familiarity component to it if he were to decide to go elsewhere he could have a bigger impact on the landscape of college football because until i am given evidence to the contrary i can't get behind iowa i just can't do it i know their defense is great their defense is good enough to win a national championship their offense is bad enough to be bottom half of the big sky conference at the fcs level they are dreadful and bringing in an offensive tackle again does not appear to be an issue for them i don't think of iowa football and think oh they're struggling in the trenches oh, they need more help here. No, they need a philosophical change. They need to have better skill players. They need to have better quarterback play. And most of all, they need a philosophical change on offense. So bringing in a guy like Caden Proctor, that's perhaps the least impactful spot a guy of that caliber could go to. There are teams that could better use his services, but if that's where he ends up deciding to go, I'm sure he'll go there and succeed and probably start as he did at Alabama this past year. But will he be as impactful of a transfer? as he could be if he decided to go elsewhere? No, I don't think so. But if he did change his mind and someone else got in the mix who needs a little offensive line help, I'm just going to throw this out here as an idea. But if Dion Sanders picked up the phone and made a phone call and said, hey, we need offensive line help because they needed it badly. Shador Sanders ran for his life in a way that I have not seen outside of peewee football when you're not actually throwing the football in quite some time if he were to make that his chosen destination that would be one of the most impactful transfers this offseason because Shador Sanders in Colorado are going to have good receivers next year they're gonna have good skill position pieces and Shador himself really talented kid as we all know if you give him time He'll be one of the leading passers in all of college football. Joel Klatt said he'd be the leading passer. I don't know. That's a tough. That's a tough list to crack because there are a lot of great quarterbacks going into next year. But he would be up there if given time. So that's what I watch for with Caden Proctor. Could Dion swoop in? I don't know that there's even been a phone call or any contact there. But Iowa would not be the most impactful spot for him to go. A place like Colorado, he could make a big, big difference. Speaking of offensive tackles. Lance Hurd was the number three offensive tackle in the 2023 class. He went to LSU. Well, he's currently crystal ball to go to Tennessee. Do you know what the volunteers are trying to do in 2024? Work in a new quarterback. Nico Iyama a mega talented kid. 6'5", great mobility, big arm, can really, really spin it. Do you know what young quarterbacks need more than anything else? I think even more than a great, reliable set of receivers. They need time. They need time to adjust to the speed of the game. They need time to sit in the pocket and throw. They need time to feel comfortable. You get a guy like that and maximize his potential over there in Knoxville, boy, I tell you, boy, I tell you, that could be a piece to the offense. In the same way, in the same way that Proctor could be more impactful if he went to a spot like Colorado, if Hurd does end up at Tennessee, and they start to build an elite offensive line. If they can build an elite offensive line, maximize the talent of Nico Yamaleava, that Tennessee team that was more run-first than everyone realizes in 2023, could be back to slinging the ball through the air. But I suggest, I suggest balance. That's always something I'm a fan of. But I also suspect that they'll be a little bit more balanced. But if you've got an elite offensive lineman up there, that certainly helps. Speaking of offensive linemen, do you know who the 10th highest graded center on pro football focus was? I love offensive linemen, by the way. They can make more of a difference than anybody realizes. Parker Brailsford is that guy. He's in the transfer portal coming from Washington because, well, nobody's left at Washington at this point. That's a guy you should be aware of. And then two more guys with Pac-12 ties. One of them's honorable mention, but I want to close. I want to close of sorts with the most impactful guy. So I'll, I'll just kind of throw in a name to keep your eye on: Benjamin Urasik, tight end from Stanford. Not Brock Bowers because nobody is Brock Bowers, but is one of the few tight ends in the country who you give the ball to on fly sweeps, who can be an explosive down the field target. I'd keep your eye on that. But perhaps the most impactful transfer remaining in the portal is will rogers will rogers has played more college football than a lot of quarterbacks that are going to start this year he's played more football than nico Yamaleava. he's played more football in his career than carson beckett georgia you just keep going down the list he's played more football than a lot of those guys originally committed to washington and kalen deboer they had a coaching change there jed fish is in charge And he's decided, nope, we're going back in the transfer portal. He doesn't have a home yet. And he could be the most impactful guy by lieu of the position that he plays. Because when you're the quarterback, this may be breaking news to some people out there. You touch the ball on every single snap, barring a wildcat situation. And Will Rogers is someone who I think would have established a solid floor. I don't know about the ceiling, but a really solid floor for the Washington team in 2024. That's a guy who's just sitting out there that's a guy who was once coached by mike leach rest in peace to the late mike leach when you have had that sort of coaching and you have been exposed to those sorts of environments you can play in any sort of offense hey you need me to throw it 50 times all right let's air it out you only need me to go 25 to 30 that's fine i know how to dissect a defense i've seen it all he could fit a lot of places you think about Alabama. They were trying to get Talia Tagovailoa from Maryland down there. Didn't work out. Michigan right now. If I asked you who's their starting quarterback in 2024, is it Orgy, the Wildcat backup who you know played a little bit in the playoffs this year? Maybe. Maybe they like that guy. Maybe they want a veteran guy. We don't even know who the head coach is going to be. So those are the transfers that I'm watching. We'll see if any commit over the course of the weekend but texas has gotten a bunch of them texas has gotten a bunch of transfers and they deserve credit for what they're doing in the portal on both sides of the football i'll give you credit for being real sharp and just a really, really smart cookie. If you go check out Game Time, because you shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game Time is the only ticketing app. That gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase you can buy tickets in just seconds with two taps one tap two tap boom you got your tickets. All in prices show your total up front. So you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. And you see your view from the seat before you arrive and before you buy. So you know what to expect. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Texas, 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 you know, Texas is in essence, in some ways, many ways back. And all it took for Texas to be back is to stop declaring that you were back and just put in the right work to actually be a really good football team. And Texas was a very good football team this past fall. And going into 2024, I fully expect Texas to once again be a very good football team. Anytime you can bring back a head coach and a quarterback from a team that was just in the college football playoff semifinal, which by the way, did you know that Texas of the four playoff teams is the only one that will return both its coach and quarterback from this past year? College football be wild and man, but that's the way that it is. So if you're Steve Sarkeesian, Looking at that situation saying, well, Arch Manning's not starting yet. We want Quinn Ewers, which is the right thing to do. He had an outstanding season. Didn't have his best day in the Sugar Bowl against Washington, but still a mega talent. And we're all well aware, I think, at this point of what Quinn Ewers is capable of. So he's got Steve Sarkisian as his coach. And, and, and Steve Sarkisian has got Quinn Ewers as his quarterback. So what do you need? What do you need at that point? Well, you got to surround him with talent. You got to surround him with talent when you're losing all three of Adonai Mitchell, Xavier Worthy, and Jordan Whittington to the NFL draft. So what have they done? Oh, you know, just gone out and made... Awesome portal moves. They've gotten Isaiah Bond from Texas. That's that's a wide receiver, from former five star recruit. They've gotten Matthew Golden, who was one of the top wide receiver transfer portal targets. And here's a guy that's just kind of, oh, let's just throw him in. You know, just just add him to the mix. Just say, yeah, he's he's part of the team too. Silas Bolden from Oregon State. That 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 was Oregon State's leading receiver this past season. He had DJ Uyungalale as his quarterback in a run heavy offense. That guy could have done even more if he'd been in, I don't know, Washington's offense, for instance, and had a good year with the Beavs regardless. And so Bolden is a guy who returns kicks. He can be involved in the screen game. He can be involved on fly sweeps. That's an offensive weapon. I think Steve Sarkeesian, who is as creative and dynamic of a play caller as we've gotten all of college football, I think that's a guy he's going to have a lot of fun with. And so when you look at that lineup of wide receivers, Matthew Golden, Isaiah Bond, Silas Bolden, you say, well, wait a minute. Quinn Ewers is going to have guys to throw the football to. Is, is Texas reload? Well, Well, what, what about the other side of the ball? What about the other? That defense gave up 430 passing yards. Fact check, true. They did. And they were going after Jamari Caldwell, the defensive tackle transfer from Houston, second team, all Big 12. He decided to go to Oregon instead and bolster Dan Lanning's defense up in Eugene. But nevertheless, this is a Texas team that has indeed made notable additions on the defensive side. Oh, by the way, don't worry, I didn't forget. I was just kind of setting you up for this. Uh, they went and got Amari Nyblack as well, a tight end. Yeah, that was the top tight end available via the transfer portal, Alabama transfer. Yeah, so Alabama's loss, Texas's game. So so Nye Black and Bond were just on a team that was in the semifinal. They go to another team that was also just in the semifinal, but returns their quarterback and their head coach. That's an offense that has got a plethora of weapons. And Steve Sarkeesian, barring a litany of injuries across the board, not going to be starving for talent on that side of the ball. But what about the other side of the ball? It's a fair question to ask. It's a fair question to ask it's probably the reason they didn't play for the national championship more than anything i didn't think quinn ewers had a great day but their defense came out of the gate and they weren't able to get stops and the offense would go on these drives and score points and then the defense wasn't able to get stops and so when you look at what texas wasn't able to do in that game and throughout the course of the season to a lesser extent as well but specifically in that game secondary was not good enough secondary in the defense was not good enough well When you want to have a great secondary, you got to have a great pass rush. Well, they went and got Trey Moore out of the transfer portal. That's the number three edge player, according to uh, the 24-7 Sports Transfer Portal rankings. Okay, so that's that's a nice piece to add. Well, what about the secondary? Well, they went and got this guy, Andrew Makuba from Clemson. That was uh, an earlier addition out of the transfer portal. That's a guy who bolsters the secondary, brings experience and talent to the back end. Here's the move you got to look out for because this has not gone down yet, but is scheduled, not scheduled. Nothing's ever scheduled in recruiting in the transfer portal and whatnot. It has not happened yet, but there is going to be a decision made by a player of whom you may or may not have heard of. His name is Jabar Muhammad. Jabar Muhammad was at Washington this year and is period point blank. One of the best cover corners in college football, probably the best one still available. Going back to my transfer portal list of guys that are still available, Jabbar Muhammad can very easily be in that mix because if he goes to Texas where he's got some familial ties on the roster, shall we say, and and Texas is then attacking a weakness they had from a year ago, that's what I always want to see. When I want to feel good about a particular team – I want to see their coaching staff attacking their weaknesses, either with coaching staff moves or in the transfer portal or have guys ready from a previous recruiting class. And Texas's secondary was not up to standard last year. But if they go out after already having landed Makuba from Clemson, Clemson, who had a bevy of offers across the board and across the country, and they were to go out and land Jabbar Muhammad, It wouldn't just be a great offensive class for Texas via the transfer portal. It would be about even more than that. It would be a holistic approach to saying, we want to be the best we can be. And Quinn Ewers coming back, I love that sort of stuff. Because much like Michael Penix at Washington this past year, it's an unfinished business mentality. And I think that that resonates throughout a roster doesn't mean it always works out certainly didn't for Oregon and Bo Nix this past year who were they unable to get past Washington and Michael Penix who had a quarterback and a bunch of other players come back because they decided we want to go and make a run at this thing and they made one heck of a run at it this year and by the way do not undersell the importance of Jabbar Muhammad for that team defense was A little bit better than it sometimes got credit for. I thought played well in both semifinal games. And Jabbar Muhammad was certainly, and in the Pac-12 championship game against Oregon, that was maybe his best game of the season. He was putting the clamps on Troy Franklin, who's a late first, early second round NFL wide receiver. He is a really, really good cover guy. So if he ends up committing to Texas, much like Caleb Downs going to Georgia, That would strengthen my opinion of a team that I already think very highly of. Appreciate everyone listening. I will see you next time. Enjoy the weekend. Like, comment, subscribe. Please and thank you if you have not already. And until next time, have a wonderful rest of your day.